You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Welcome to your Canadians Connection on Rocket Sports Radio. This premier hockey podcast, featured on allhabs.net, brings you the latest news, in-depth analysis, and expert commentary about the NHL's most storied franchise, the Montreal Canadiens, hosted by Rick Stevens with Amy Johnson and Chris G. Our team of credentialed journalists provides behind-the-scenes insight on the Canadiens, designed to inform, entertain, and engage Habs fans around the globe. We are proud to be the trusted source for all things Habs for more than a decade. This is the Canadians Connection Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Canadians Connection Podcast, Wednesday edition here on Rocket Sports Radio, keeping you informed, engaged, and entertained. My name is Michael Spinella, and you can find me on Twitter at The Spinella. I'll be your host for the next hour. This is episode 173 of Canadians Connection, and I'm pleased to be joined by the editor-in-chief, the founder, and the president of Rocket Sports, Mr. Rick Stevens, who you can follow on Twitter at AllHabs. Please be sure to follow the podcast at Habs Connection on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can follow our website at CanadiansConnection.com. Rick, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm great. Michael, you're here from the start of the show today. Welcome for uh, a full edition uh, in the host chair uh, and a special as you said, midweek uh, edition of the Canadians Connection. There's just there's just so much news happening, and uh, the Canadians have been on a bit of a pause now back at it, and so uh, we thought we would get together and, and uh, record a show for our listeners. Yeah, it's crazy how much news there is for a team that hasn't played in a while. <laughs> it, it just everything's been postponed, yet every single day there's just there's news and stuff to talk about. So it's good that we have this midweek edition. Absolutely. And um, also happens when, you know, you, there's, there's a search going on. Uh, there's uh, fans talking about uh, the, the next GM of the Montreal Canadiens. So there's all kinds of fan interest. And um, and excitement that uh, that the game is returning to the to the ice that can, Montreal Canadiens are returning to play. And what else is exciting is uh, I'll give you guys a little preview on what's to expect on this podcast here in uh, segment one. We'll update everybody on all the Habs news. Uh, coming up in segment two, we have uh, Rocket Sports Media contributor Brian Clark, who's going to join me for a conversation about fantasy sports. And in segment three, we are going to be back in the studio with Rick uh, for our question of the, Rick, question of the week. Uh, Rick, how can people interact with us? Well, you can find us on social media, uh, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Lots of people have been showing up on uh, our All Habs uh, fan page on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash All Habs. And they especially wanted to share their views about 
our question of the week that has to do with Mark Bergevin. Uh, but yes, uh, reach out to us on social media, hit us up, um, send us an email, info at allhabs.net, or there's our Rocket Sports text line. Text us anytime at 585-3-ROCKET. So I'll start off here with, uh, I guess, our midweek review. Uh, so far, not a whole lot games-wise. Uh, Buffalo uh, at Montreal was postponed on the 8th. And on the 10th of January, Columbus at Montreal was also postponed. Uh, after pausing activities from January 2nd through to the 8th, the Canadians have finally returned back to practice on Sunday. Canadians have placed 24 players on COVID protocol, but eight players from the list returned on Sunday. That's Laurent Dolphin, Mike Hoffman, Arturi Lekkinen, Ben Sherratt, David Savard, Mike, uh, uh, sorry, Chris Weidman, not Mike Weidman, uh, Jake Allen, and Sam Montembeau. Additional players ex- uh, excited the protocol on Tuesday. Jeff Petrie, Michael Pizzetta, Brandon Baddock, Jake Evans, Alexander Robinoff, Louis Beldapio, and Caden Primo. They were very excited to exit the the protocol for sure. Um, all <laughs> of those players, which uh, it le- left us counting on our fingers, who's left on uh, on COVID protocol, um, and and it's it's hard to determine because some of the players ended up on two lists. Some of the players on the injury lists were the same players on the COVID list. So. It seems to me that uh, um, Raphael Harvey Pinard, Cam Hillis, Jesse Yelonen, uh, Jesse Yelonen, sorry, um, Paul Byron seems to have exited, although not officially. Uh, and then Gianni Fairbrother um, was in the U.S., has come back to uh, to Canada, and he's currently uh, quarantining uh, and is expected to return to Laval. So. That's kind of a you know a, a rough estimate of of who's back, but certainly when the Canadians have, have practiced the last few days and and had the lines, it l- was looking more like an NHL team than what we saw uh, on the January first game against uh, the Florida Panthers. Yeah, uh, looking back at that lineup, it's kind of funny to see how many guys got in there. Uh, I I believe uh, Harvey Pinard and whatnot uh, were all uh, in the top six. Um, But looking at uh, some forwards that could return for the game against Boston coming up, uh, Joel Armia, Christian Dvorak, and Mike Hoffman have all been cleared to play. And uh, Josh Anderson and Tyler Toffoli skated with the team in non-contact jerseys. Just a little update there. And it looks like uh, Paul Byron could be close to returning to the lineup. Gallagher may join the team on the road trip, and uh, Carey Price, of course, will not be there. Yeah, um, of course, there's a lot of interest in Carey Price, and Dom Ducharme was asked uh, several times about the status, a little bit of an update on Carey Price. Um, he said that uh, that Price has, you know, it, it was not only um, the, the uh, players uh, being you know, that were on COVID that were excluded. Everyone was, was uh, excluded from the facilities. So Carey Price wasn't able to do any rehab. So that, you know, as uh, a few weeks of uh, progress have, have been stalled there. So uh, Carey Price won't be on this road trip. It's a seven game, 14 day road trip that the Canadians are going to be on. And uh, the reason they're on that road trip, well, that's because they chose to postpone most of their uh, home games in uh, the month of January. Hopefully when revenues are, when the regulations are, are um, 
change to allow fans to come into the Bell Center, then they'll be able to reap the revenues from that. At least that's the, the hope of Jeff Molson. So most of the home games are postponed. That leaves the Canadians with a long road trip. Um, and, you know, a lot of these players have come back. Uh, and at this point, I don't think Dom Ducharme really knows who's ready to go and who isn't. Um, yes, they're, they've all been cleared. Yes, they're all out of COVID protocol. However, um, you know, it's the, the uh, illness, the virus has, has affected people differently. And, and whether they're in game shape and ready to go, he wants to have a large group uh, to choose from for the, those games. And it's a back-to-back in Boston and Chicago this week. Yeah, and the way things have gone, uh, players are bouncing in and out of protocol. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see more players end up on protocol and see more players end up off of protocol. Um, it's it's just been absolutely insane. The interesting thing with that is, and and uh, Chris G found this in the NHL's COVID protocol, um, and Jake Allen actually referred to it in his media availability, uh, saying that any of the players who've come out of COVID protocol, Jake Allen was one of them, uh, won't be tested for 90 days, uh, and that's according to the the last uh, NHL COVID protocol. Now, I don't know if that's going to be updated because that doesn't seem to follow the current medical science, which says that, you know, you can get different variants here. You can get the Delta, then you can get the uh, Omicron variant, and so on. So, uh, but for now, uh, Jake Allen is, is um, he's counting on having at least all of those players who are out on COVID protocol, having them around for 90 days. We'll see if how long that stays true. Yeah, I believe uh, Caden Primo's on the taxi squad. So that will uh, certainly help that out uh, because with goaltending, if you get one down, all of a sudden, you know, you, you're starting your backup goalie and you're having to look to an emergency backup goaltender. And uh, I, I don't think that we need to add that to a long list of stories this season for Montreal. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Uh, Caden Primo um, is stayed in the States, and, and so he hasn't been up uh, for the past few days in Montreal practicing. He is just going to join. The team uh, left. Uh, we're recording this Tuesday night. They left uh, Tuesday afternoon for uh, Boston, and Caden Primo will join the team in Boston. Um, and as you said, uh, on, for now, the taxi squad. So moving along here, uh, Habs prospect prospect report will return on saturday's podcast we won't have anything today but be sure to tune in for saturday also read all our content on ahl.report listen and subscribe to the press zone tuesday night there's a new episode rick uh, what uh, can you tell us about the new uh, press zone episode if we can do a little preview here for sure there's a brand new episode of the press zone that uh, went out uh, on uh, late Tuesday afternoon it's uh, press zone episode 239 uh, the headline in <laughs> of the the uh, the episode says uh, Devonte Smith Pelly returns to Montreal well Devonte Smith Pelly is likely going to get his chance uh, to play for the Laval Rocket on Wednesday night as they, they've been out of action for quite some time uh, and he'll be part of the Laval Rocket game. Um, in addition, uh, we talked to, we had uh, an AHL hot stove with Amy and with Patrick Williams from NHL.com and uh, discussed uh, the current state of affairs uh, with the AHL and how all of their talent has been, uh, you know, called up and sent down and back and forth and how AHL teams 
are coping. And uh, we kind of ended that segment with, uh, I had a couple of good news stories or interesting uh, stories. So you might want to check the Press Zone podcast. Find it at um, ahlreport.com or find the Press Zone on any of your podcast apps. Moving forward, we have some quotes for the week, uh, and uh, obviously this has been a rough year. Uh, Montreal and all their players are well aware that they are sitting outside of a playoff position, unlikely to make it into the playoffs this year, and uh, they're looking for reasons uh, to play, looking for, I guess, a little bit of encouragement. Uh, and uh, Rick, uh, how about you tee up some uh, quotes for this week? For sure. Uh, the the players, um, yeah, have had some time off. They've had either been on COVID protocol or been part of the pause and or both, and and have had time to think about the season and, and evaluate um, both what's happened and and where it's going and and how that they can make something of this uh, this season. Um, and the first uh, to speak about that was Jake Allen. Look, we got to try to build something here with some of these young guys that we have. Uh, so that, you know, later on in the season when we're playing these good teams and we move into next year that, you know, we're building something. We, we need to take things out of this season that are going to be positive, that are going to help this team and organization go next year. And I think that's going to be the, the biggest mantra going forward in the next second half. And that's what I want to bring. Build something. Um, yes, the, the, this team isn't making the playoffs, um, but they can build something. They can be uh, providing experience to young players, uh, they can be showcasing veterans uh, as we get closer to the trade deadline um, so that so that uh, Jeff Gordon and the new GM can um, rebuild the, the organization. It's just building something, building um, 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 a good chemistry in, in the locker room. Um, I, I think he's right here that uh, they have to acknowledge where they are and focus on other ways of getting value out of the season. And uh, I believe we have another quote from uh, Nick Suzuki uh, talking about character. Obviously, Nick Suzuki is somebody who we see potentially being a future captain of this team. Uh, Leadership and character is very important in the dressing room for these uh, Montreal Canadiens right now in a tough season and uh, having something to prove going forward. I think it's a good learning experience. Um, I've never um, been in this position as a, as a player through minor hockey or junior and uh, it kind of shows what kind of character you have in, in this point of the season. Um, I mean, we're last place. So um, kind of reveal character of the players, uh, how we finish the season and um, yeah, everyone's earning a spot for years, years to come. So um, I think there's always uh, something to strive towards. So he sounds a little down, but the words that he used are correct. Um, it's about character building, um, about making sure that you're earning your spot. Uh, and and yes, uh, Nick Suzuki um, is a leader, and like almost everyone on the team, anyone in the NHL, these these guys are in the NHL because they've been successful. Um, you know, they haven't been on those teams. A few of them have. Uh, that uh, th- that have you know gone through the kind of season that the Montreal Canadiens are going through. They've been successful. They've been the best players on on uh, the t- their junior teams or their minor league teams, and they've worked their way up. And so this is this is very different for them. This is, um, but this is important for them to 
uh, understand what's happening, show their character, be strong and, um, and support, uh, be supportive of their teammates and not, not be critical at, at a time like this. So again, as you said, uh, Nick Suzuki, possibly a future uh, captain, a future leader of this team, uh, set the right message, the right tone uh, for a team that's mired in 31st spot. And uh, one thing that kind of stood out to me is he mentioned that uh, he's never been in this position before. So this could be the first time he's had to face some adversity. Obviously, you talked about how, you know, him among other players were always the best player among their groups and up until they get to the NHL. So this is this is going to be a good test to see how the rest of the season goes. I think for the most part on this team, the pressure is off. Uh, they don't have to worry too much about winning games. They can just go out there and simply play. Right. No, absolutely. Go out and play, play well and, and show that they belong. Players like, um, you know, Cole Caulfield hasn't had a very good season. Well, show something different. Work hard. Show that you belong. Ryan Paling has, has embraced his opportunity. He's showing that he's a, an NHL quality player. I think they all have to, to follow that lead. Moving along here, uh, we've got some hockey news and notes uh, from around the league. Uh, the 2022 NHL All-Star fan vote ended Saturday with rosters of the teams being revealed on Thursday. Rick, uh, do you have any idea of who might be uh, representing the Montreal Canadiens? Well, I don't because it's a fan vote, but uh, the editors or the columnists over at NHL.com sat together and they put together a mock roster uh, of who they f- believe is going to be on the all-star uh, team. And remember the format, there's going to be four different teams re- representing each division. Remember that even a team like the Montreal Canadiens having uh, a terrible year uh, will have at least one representative. So the editors from NHL.com sat down and thought and, and voted and the person that they chose, the player they chose uh, from the Montreal Canadiens was, of course, who we just heard from, Nick Suzuki, right? Yeah, no surprises no, there. No, <laughs> no. It, 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 it wouldn't have been a surprise for Nick Suzuki to be uh, named uh, by the, the editors. And, and again, remember, this is only a mock. This is only their guess. But the player they chose was Chris Weidman as the representative for the Montreal Canadiens uh, for the 2022 All-Star Game. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Um, it is. Yeah, I, I don't know about that too much. I, low key, I was kind of hoping the fans might uh, come together and uh, maybe uh, petition to have uh, Michael Pozzetta involved. But uh, <laughs> fan favorite. <laughs> uh, it would have been an interesting one. But uh, now I, I think uh, out of all the Habs, it's probably Nick Suzuki. I, I, I mean, Chris Weidman would be, I guess, interesting. He's been all right, but He's been I, okay. I don't see it. Thursday, we'll, f- we'll all find out uh, who um, will be representing the Canadians, and we'll let you know uh, on Saturday's Canadians Connection. Looking forward to it. Uh, it's been reported that uh, Canadians are currently completing the first round of their interviews for their GM jobs. Uh, so there's probably going to be, uh, I guess, a smaller list after this round. And uh, Rick, uh, do you have any hunches on uh, who they might be moving forward with? Well, as I'm kind of on record by, I'm not terribly excited by any of the names who've been leaked. There was 10 names, I guess, that have been leaked. None of them have um, a lot of, if any, experience. Um, and uh, so, you know, I am I I think I said publicly that maybe Danny Breer, I, I, I don't know, but... Um, 
we uh, it, it was kind of an odd occurrence this week that uh, Patrick Waugh was approached by Renault Lavoie and said, um, have you had your interview um, with the, the Canadians? And uh, Patrick Waugh said, no, 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 um, I, you're wrong. Uh, I haven't had my interview. That's uh, fake news. That's false information. Renault, that's terrible. Stop saying that. Um, and I'm paraphrasing, of course. Um, and uh, so... <laughs> Uh, then a day later, Renaud Lavoie said, I have a confirmation from the Montreal Canadiens that Patrick Waugh has been interviewed uh, in the first round. And so he went back to Patrick Waugh and said, why, why, did you, why did you lie to me? Why did you fib? And he said, well, um, I'm just trying to protect the Canadians. I, I wasn't sure that I could make that information public. Um, so, I, I mean... There's always drama with Patrick Waugh. And even at the first stage of an interview, um, <laughs> there manages to be... Well, as he said, what, how, how can you lose? What could you lose? Uh, give me a shot, you know. Um, it's, uh, my goodness, if, if, if Patrick Waugh um, ends up being... Uh, I, I can't see it happening, but if he ends up being GM, the Montreal Canadiens, we're going to have to have a podcast every single day to keep up, I think. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm here for it just uh, for the headlines. That would be <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I think one of those th- the things too is that sometimes certain candidates get interviewed just uh, for intel, just to see mm-hmm. what their thoughts are on yep. the organization. So I have a little bit of a suspicion that uh, Patrick Waugh might be one of those guys. Obviously, it, it's no secret he's quite outspoken. He'll uh, tell you things how it is, and uh, I. I get this feeling that maybe he was there maybe for Intel as opposed to being considered for the position. Well, and perhaps uh, if they didn't interview him, uh, you would have heard from Patrick Waugh. So maybe just to tamp that down, that bit, that bit of drama down a bit. <laughs> and uh, speaking of drama, Mark Bergevin was uh, named senior advisor to Los Angeles Kings general manager Rob Blake on Sunday. And uh, that's going to tie in nicely with our uh, segment three's question of the week. Uh, do you have uh, just any initial thought that you can tell us before we get into it in segment three? Well, segment three is our have your say, uh, where we, we do hear from the fans. So we'll, we'll hear what the fans have to say about Mark Bergevin joining the Kings. I think um, the initial view is uh, the the Los the Los Angeles media have been pretty harsh uh, about Mark Bergevin joining, not necessarily because of his record, but that he comes with baggage, uh, both with respect to the Logan Mayu issue and and the baggage around the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, they've been they've been quite critical, and I thought it was interesting that. The Kings, um, they didn't have a, a press conference. They didn't make Rob Blake available or Luke Robitaille or Mark Bergevin even. Uh, in their press release, it said there would be no media availabilities. Uh, so I think they knew uh, the kind of reaction that they would get. Um, the, from Rob Blake and what he said, it kind of makes sense. He was looking for someone who has been through this as a... Uh, general manager who he can use as a sounding board. Um, he had Ron Hextall in that position before he went to uh, Pittsburgh. Um, so, uh, you know, it, I guess you can can understand it. Um, there seems to be a bit of, of debate as far as how long the term is, how long he's going to be around. Uh, we've seen reports in the French media that 
Mark Bergevin has signed a long-term contract. Uh, the Kings media say, no, it's just short-term. So um, I think that there is, there is a, a contract extension in the works from what I hear for Rob Blake. I think once, once that's made public, we'll know more about where Mark Bergevin is going to fit in uh, the Kings organization. But this shouldn't be any surprise. Uh, this has been talked about for a long time. Uh, both uh, Bergevin and Luke Robitaille, very good friends. Um, and it was always thought if he was ever fired by the Canadians that he'd have a soft landing in Los Angeles. And, uh, well, without giving too much away about what I might say about it coming up, I'll say good for Bergevin. <laughs> All right. How's that? That's good. <laughs> So I think now's a pretty good time to take a break here on uh, Canadians Connection. Still to come, as we just mentioned, question of the week. Uh, what was your reaction to Mark Bergevin being hired by the LA Kings? You can leave your comments at All Habs on Twitter or on the All Habs fan page on Facebook. Coming up next is our big topic segment. We discuss All Habs fantasy sports. Rocket Media sports contributor Brian Clark joins me and Rick is going to step out of the studio. So stay with us. You are listening to Canadians Connection Podcast on Rocket Sports Radio. The NFL playoffs are here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is kicking things off with a huge offer. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any wildcard team to win their game. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. Now, if Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have something to play for this wildcard weekend. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code THPN this wildcard weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back to Canadians Connection Podcast on Rocket Sports Radio. I'm Michael Spinella, and you can find me on Twitter at The Spinella. With me in the studio is Rocket Sports Media contributor Brian Clark. Please follow All Habs on Twitter and also follow Habs Connection on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Plus, you can visit our website at CanadiansConnection.com. Just a reminder to subscribe to Canadians Connection Podcast in the player or on your favorite podcast app. Brian, how are you doing? I'm great. Uh, yeah, the Twitter, Twitter handle is uh, BZ05, and uh, you can find me there. You can uh, interact, hit me up, fantasy hockey questions, Habs discussion, Habs talk, anything really. 
Perfect. So that's kind of why we have you here in the studio today. It's uh, We're going to go with some fantasy sports. And uh, just before we get to specifically fantasy sports, uh, I think some of our listeners would be curious about uh, how you joined the RSM team and uh, how you go about contributing. Well, look, looking around the studio here, I'm, I'm surprised there's no Minnesota Vikings. I, I'm assuming <laughs> that Rick is very, very... Uh, he's a, distru- a disgruntled uh, Vikings fan right now, and and my goodness, look at all the gritty, all the gritty and the uh, Eagles and the Flyers. My goodness, Amy is uh, Amy's all over uh, over the uh, uh, the Flyers and the Eagles, and getting excited for the the, uh, the playoffs. Um, yeah, back to uh, where uh, how things got started with uh, with all Habs. It's uh, it goes way, way, way back. Um, I would say 2008 in that area. Um, I had some interactions with Rick. Uh, we had long discussions about uh, Carey Price at that time. He was, I, I guess, in his sophomore year and struggling a little bit. And it seemed to me he needed he needed some some kind of mentor behind him. And we had we bounced around names of uh, backup goalies that were out there who could be brought in. And we both agreed that Olaf Kolzig might be the guy. So, and then uh, there was another interaction we, we had just, you know, I, I think I men- mentioned something, uh, I guess I was tweeting quite a bit about fantasy football at the time and Rick had uh, replied to me and I said, wow, to myself, it's uh, kind of odd that, that Rick would reply uh, when, when he's such a hockey guy. I had no idea what, you know, how much of a football fan he was. So, and, and is, uh, and so, uh, yeah, he uh, basically said, you know what, we're, team and we're into fantasy and you know maybe next season we start a league and and we've had we've we've had this going for 10 12 years now uh the the football and uh, hockey for nearly as long how has uh rick measured up to you so far in fantasy football well that's that's never really a question you know but uh you know rick rick tries hard and uh no just joking rick is uh rick is on it um he's he's very knowledgeable uh, about uh, both sports and makes a lot of moves loves to trade uh, more more engagement the better so yeah no rick rick is uh, quite uh, quite competent i know all habs fantasy football ended not too long ago i was just wondering if you could talk a little bit about the overall experience and engaging with different contributors and different fans and how maybe fans can get involved in next year's all habs fantasy football well, this year uh, went went really well. It's um, always a challenge to uh, get through the season with all of the injuries, and then this season we threw on top of it COVID, and that made things quite uh, quite interesting to uh, to navigate. Um, uh, it uh, it went well. We have um, Amy did extremely well this year, and Sam had had uh, uh, a thirteen and one season and um, had a little bit of bad luck in the playoffs and. But uh, Amy brought home, uh, she made it to the podium uh, in third place uh, with a really good uh, good season herself. Uh, every time I uh, encountered her in particular, I kind of shook my head, saying, oh, no, not again. It was one of those seasons uh, when, I, when I met up with her uh, in matchups. Um, yeah, anybody that wants to get involved, we've, uh, we've had three, uh, three football leagues this year. We had three, three leagues. Um, just hit me up bz05 uh, on Twitter, um, and we'd be happy. More the merrier. Um, we'll do four or five leagues uh, uh, if the interest is there. 
And uh, scooting along here, because uh, this is Canadian's connection, we also do uh, the Habs uh, uh, fantasy hockey as well. Uh, is that something that people can get involved in too, just like the football? Absolutely. Um, we have we have two leagues going uh, in fantasy hockey right now. Um, one league in particular is um, quite competitive, and we've uh, started a second league this year, and it's uh, shaping up to just the same. Uh, a shame that uh, the Montreal Canadiens don't feature that well in uh, in the fantasy realm right now. But uh, what uh, what can you do? That's just the way things are. And uh, we'll definitely get to the Montreal Canadiens here briefly. But uh, I think one thing I wanted to ask you is uh, how have things gone so far this season? And uh, how have you dealt with the, all the postponed games and players being put on COVID protocol, being taken off last minute and all that? Oh. It's, it's been uh, truly a nightmare. It's funny, last season, uh, uh, we expanded the rosters from, um, we had, they have a, an IR, we play on Yahoo, and they have an IR slot and they have an IR plus slot. The IR plus um, allows us to put day-to-day um, uh, without um, players that are not on IR, we can, we can throw them in IR plus and it frees up the roster spot. Last year, I ex- we expanded it to um four ir plus and four ir and it's to me at the time i thought it was overkill um and then as the season started this year once the draft once we drafted i realized oh my goodness i did not contract the the um the positions back to two and two uh and i said this to rick and rick says you know what i think COVID is just might be more of a factor this year than last year and lo and behold the wise man was right um, it, it really has been a nightmare. I mean, I, I'm looking at one of my rosters and it's just, you know, almost a sea of red with the little, uh, denotation of COVID-19. Uh, and I'm, I'm actually running out of, uh, spots, uh, with players that I don't want to drop. Yeah. It's, it's been a real nightmare. So one of the things, I guess, uh, for listeners who maybe aren't super familiar with how fantasy sports work is uh, how uh, all the points come together. I know once a week uh, on the weekends, we also use DraftKings. I know for All Habs Fantasy, we're on Yahoo. So uh, can you just uh, let everybody know about how points and all that works? Well, uh, in um, our fantasy hockey on Yahoo, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a head-to-head format, and it's it's interesting. It's it's not a straight up goals, assists, um, points. Um, we add in categories such as um, penalty, uh, power play, power play points. Uh, easy for me to say. Shot handed, uh, short handed goals, game winning goals, and that's game winning goals. I, I I've had some discussions with Rick. That one to me always seems a little bit random, but uh, shots on goal, hits, and so um, it's. A category category win constitutes a win in the, the one-loss record. Category against your opponent, that's a win. Um, and it's interesting, early in the week, it can look like you're absolutely dominating your opponent um, on the scoreboard. Um, it could be 10 nothing, but you could also be only up by one in each category. So um, strategically, you know, it's um, it, it can get interesting going into the last day of the week. On Sunday, for example, you you might want to look at your goaltending situation is going um, save percentage. Um, if you've got the minimum starts done, and that's three for a, for a goalie, um, you you can look at maybe sitting a goalie so that uh, you don't actually lose 
the percentages with a with a bad outing uh, late in the week. I don't know if that makes any sense, but but that's how that's how it is in the um, in the Yahoo leagues and DraftKings. Uh, that's that's a daily fantasy. So uh, daily fantasy is drafting, you know, a different team. Um, on any given slate, for instance, do ours on, on Saturday nights and we get a nice turnout um, just internally with the, the Rocket Sports team. And uh, it's, it's quite a bit of fun. And, uh, you know, it's, if your, your team in, in uh, season long is not going so well, it's kind of nice to, um, to draft a, some, a few different players and, uh, on, on a Saturday night, for example. One of the interesting things about DraftKings is that they give you a salary cap and they assign each player a certain value. So it's not like you can just go out and exclusively get the Connor McDavid's and Leon Dreisaitl's. You're forced to find some other guys as well. Well, that's where you have to look for value um, with the uh, with the uh, lineup that you're trying to, uh, to ice that given night. So uh, moving along here, one of the things I wanted to challenge us on was uh, finding some uh, Montreal Canadiens fantasy studs, if there are any. And we all know how this season has gone for them. It's been a little bit rough right now. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Like Montreal's 30th in goals for, 31st goals against, 32nd in the league for power play percentage, 30th penalty kill, uh, 23rd penalty minute. So uh, do you have any Montreal Canadian studs, if any? I would not call any of the Montreal Canadiens studs uh, this season. Uh, The closest we have is Nick Suzuki. Um, Even then, you have to be prepared to give up something in in plus minus just because of the nature of the way the team is going. Uh, he's 69% rostered in uh, Yahoo leagues. Um, seven goals, 12 assists, not terrible, but um, you just have to be prepared to uh, sacrifice that plus minus category. Yeah, he's minus 15 right now. Um, another guy, I, I guess if yeah. I were to make a little bit of a stretch here, I, I, I also kind of put maybe Josh Anderson, maybe Chris Weidman a little bit just for the power yeah. play points. But uh yeah, 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 and if if you need hits, and if you need hits, uh, Romanov for sure. Oh, definitely. Um, the next category that I wanted to to throw in here was just I call it give them a chance. It's some guys that maybe weren't around like right at the beginning of the season that you know might be worth a midseason pickup. I I ended up putting in yes uh, Yessi who I think is a little bit on the rise here, might be underrated for what he is right now he's a plus two and uh, i also threw in sammy niku who uh he's currently a plus five and in 12 games he has six assists so i'm just curious what your thoughts are on maybe those two as mid-season pickups yeah could could be interesting but i I think just uh as i mentioned before with with the way the team is um you know on defense um you you will be giving up that plus minus category inevitably but uh, you never know. As things uh, sort of reboot for the Canadians, um, let's let's. I would definitely uh, put those guys in in the uh, give them a chance category for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess moving on to the fantasy duds, one of the things that uh, has kind of come out this season uh, at the beginning of the year, uh, Sportsnet put out a little bit of a ranking for maybe some sleepers for uh, your fantasy pool. Christian Dvorak was number six, and I would call him a dud this season so far. <laughs> uh, a massive dud. Uh, he's what five five goals, seven assists, minus thirteen. 
I'm not going to give you any hits. Um, power play points going to give you little to nothing. Um, with he's got two points, I think. Um, Mike Hoffman has been a, a disappointment as well. Uh, a little bit. Uh, he's been a little better than Dvorak, but um, you know, I I was drafting end of uh, end of my drafts, and uh, I was fairly quick to drop him as well. Uh, the one guy I ended up drafting in my fantasy was Brendan Gallagher. And uh, just between injuries and COVID protocol and him just not having a really good start to this season, I ended up dropping him. I think somebody ended up taking him away from oh. me. As the plan was to eventually take him back because I felt the need to have at least one uh, Montreal on my team. But uh, unfortunately, that's, yeah. uh, that's, uh, that's another dud there. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can tell you. My, I believe my son Jordan picked him up. <laughs> so, yeah, he's he's ranked uh, right now uh, in our league. He's ranked 460th. So, and to give you an idea of how bad things are with the Montreal Indians in terms of fantasy, um, Nick Suzuki is the top top guy, and he's ranked at uh, 244th. Wow. Yeah, that's definitely not good. And uh, one of the guys that uh, was, I think, ranked pretty high coming out of last year was Jeff Petrie. Um, I had a friend draft him last year. I didn't oh. really get that, but he was an absolute steal for him. That practically won him the league. And uh, yeah, this year, not so much. 658th rank. Um, oh. Just been just awful. Awful. He's got two points, minus seven. Uh, uh, he's a He's a he's a plus six, so that's a that's a, a bit of a surprise to me. But uh, yeah, he's been a massive disappointment. Yeah, and uh, I guess moving a little bit outside <clears throat> of those Montreal Canadiens, uh, are there any uh, fantasy sleepers that you currently uh, have on your list, guys uh, from throughout the league? Well, throughout the league, one guy that uh, came to mind uh, and went undrafted, and um, he's up and he's a top 10 player uh, in terms of rankings in, in our Yahoo leagues, and that's um, Nazem Kadri. I'm surprised he went undrafted, actually. Uh, yeah, but yeah, no, 32 he, yeah, assists he, on, on the year, uh, third in the league. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at our draft, and I was shocked uh, to see that he wasn't drafted. I think I, I picked him up uh shortly after the draft mm-hmm. um so i'm not i'm sure where he came from but uh big big surprise let's yeah. let's see what he can do in the playoffs if he can remain un, unsuspended oh yeah that's a good point too <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Someone I actually thought about pointing out is uh, if you're looking for a good plus minus, uh, Ryan Hartman out of Minnesota. He's currently uh, 26 yes. in yep. the league, so that's that's a nice one. I don't think he was that's drafted right. either in my, my all Habs. Nope, Un- undrafted, and uh, I believe I've uh, I've started him a couple of uh, Saturday nights in our DraftKings because uh, I was uh, I was too too slow to to uh, grab him. Um, I- I've got a philosophy with the uh, with the drafts um my philosophy um is that you try and hit on your top four four picks and if you can do that you know the the meat of your lineup you can you can almost treat them as rotational um that's how i've 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 approached for the last few years with with a decent amount of success uh, actually, I'm just kind of curious because uh, I don't think I have uh, Rick in uh, my all Habs. Uh, can you give us a little review on how Rick's doing so far in the fantasy? Uh, Rick, uh, currently, uh, it's the nice thing, yes. Um, yeah, currently Rick is, uh, we're in a tough division together with uh, uh, 
with a, a couple of friends of mine. Um, uh, yeah, our division is uh, features uh, the, the number one player, the number four. I'm at uh, number four overall, and Rick is at number five. So yeah, Rick Rick's doing pretty well. He's hanging in there, but uh, you're. And doing I see Amy's. Uh, yeah, he's ha- just yeah, slightly better. You know, he he tries hard. He tries hard. I always uh, have admired his effort. Oh. Amy, Amy is at number eight. Yeah, in uh, my all halves, I believe Amy is number three, and she's at the top of her division. Oh, and Rick is not in that league. That's right, right, right. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah. Well, Brian, thank you for stopping by the studio. I appreciated the chat with you. I think it's time that we take our final break. Up next, Rick Stevens is back in the studio. Stay with us. You are listening to Canadians Connection on Rocket Sports Radio. The Canadians Connection is proud to be a partner of Rocket Sports Media, digital media publishers of sports and entertainment websites. Their mission is to build a worldwide network of sports fans who are informed, engaged, entertained, and connected. Learn more about RSM, its team, and its portfolio of brands at rocketsportsmedia.com. I bet you enjoy sporting your best Habs jerseys, dressing up your kids and pets in the cutest Habs gear, and showing off your decked-out hockey cave or fan ink. Well, don't just show your friends. Show your Habs. The team at All Habs wants you to boast your finest pictures for our global network of Montreal Canadiens fans. Include the hashtag ShowYourHabs when posting your fan photos on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Then log on to showyourhabs.com to see your entries, along with photos and posts from Habs fans all over the world. A proud member of the Rocket Sports Media Network. If you're a business owner looking for the perfect platform to reach a targeted audience of customers, Rocket Sports Media is the solution. Our global hockey community provides unmatched social media reach to an attentive demographic of sports and entertainment fans. We can provide visibility to your company, helping you to engage and leverage this prime group of potential clientele. In addition, we also offer sponsorship opportunities for fan events and featured areas of website content, giving you name and logo recognition. Visit rocketsportsmedia.com to contact us regarding this unique marketing opportunity. For the most trusted source of news, analysis, and features about the Montreal Canadiens, their affiliates, and their prospects, log in to allhabs.net, your year-round resource for anything Habs-related. That's allhabs.net. Welcome back to episode 173 of Canadians Connection Podcast on Rocket Sports Radio, Wednesday edition. You can follow at Habs Connection on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and visit our website at canadiansconnection.com. Text us anytime via the Rocket Sports text line at 5853-ROCKET. So, Rick, welcome to segment three. I've got a few uh, Habs uh, content, all Habs content to preview with you. Absolutely. There's always something, uh, whether it's AHLReport.com for prospect news or allhabs.net, uh, we've got something there for you every single day. 
And uh, Monday, we get uh, the Habs notepad from Chris G. This week's is titled uh, Back to the Ice. You can find that on allhabs.net. You can also find the Habs headlines and game day previews and recaps on there as well. Whenever the games start back up, uh, hopefully we won't have too many more postponements. Every Thursday, Ben Danku releases a Habs fan forum video. Be sure to check out the latest title, New Year's Resolutions. YouTube, uh, I'll just, uh, if I can, jump in for a second and say, there you want to go to, you can find uh, Ben's uh, um, article and uh, and uh, video on allhabs.net, but it, if you want to find it right on YouTube, youtube.com slash allhabs is where um, we upload Ben's videos. You can find him, as you say, every Thursday, every week, you're going to find one there. So go, why don't you start uh, uh, watching one? You, you can't just watch one. You'll watch You'll watch others. And, and so by that time, you should subscribe to make sure that uh, his videos will come to you every week. It's uh, reminiscent of another uh, hockey YouTuber uh, who does fan reactions as well. So definitely recommend checking that out. And our uh, friends of the show and writers for allhabs.net, Mike Rashel and Cole, have both released articles called First Habs Games. Uh, they're both very fun reads. Uh, Cole's is about a game where uh, Ryan Palin got a hat trick against the Leafs, which is really, really cool. And uh, Mike Rashel's got one uh, that's a little bit more recent. So definitely go on there and check that out. And of course, last but lo- lo- the last but not least, check out our sister podcast, The Press Zone released Tuesdays. It's a podcast focused on hockey prospects in the AHL, CHL, and NCAA. And that brings us along here to our questions of the week. What is your reaction to Mark Bergevin being hired by the Los Angeles Kings? Well, we asked our um, our fan group on uh, Facebook, the All Habs fan group on Facebook at YouTube, or sorry, at facebook.com slash allhabs, and uh, they, they, they didn't have a problem t- giving us uh, their opinion. I'm going to read a few of these um, that are, I think they were, they were more negative than positive. Uh, Georgie Carrier says, uh, Van's going to sink another team. Kenny Mahar says, amazing that he could destroy a team, then get hired by another team. Wow. Jamie Boudelier says, give him 86 draft picks and none will be on the team. Uh, Teresa Philippot says, can you trade for Savard again? Also take Dvorak back for a, a number one pick. Uh, wasn't happy with that trade. Uh, Drew White says, congratulations, Mark. We, we will miss you in Montreal. Well, there's, there, that's nice. Uh, Adrian Schellenberg says, Kings will be the next team to tank. Um, Paul Issa says, uh, on, on Bergevin being uh, an advisor to the GM, said, why? Can't the GM make his own decisions in Los Angeles? Um, Gary Thomas said, good for Mark. He put his heart into the Habs and just didn't get the breaks. Well, uh, Gary, I think, <laughs> might have <laughs> regretted writing that because he just got hammered uh, with a number of comments critical of his opinion. Um, and I'll finish it with Skip Hutchinson, who says, now we know it will be at least 10 years before L.A. wins another cup. Wow. <laughs> but thank you. I, thank you. for We, we got thousands of, of opinions, um, and we, we've read everyone, and uh, we're always happy to hear 
from uh, all of our listeners and, and our readers of to allhabs.net. Yeah, it's a fun time scrolling through those comments, and I take it that uh, Mark Bergevin may not be a very popular man in Montreal at the moment. <laughs> That's true. Despite the, uh, despite the fact that he got uh, a GM of the Year nomination last year, so it's funny how that happens. <laughs> That's true. Um, uh, so Montreal begins a seven-game road trip in on Wednesday. Uh, they're going to be in Boston, and then they're going to head over to Chicago on the 13th, and wrapping up, it's the 15th New Jersey at Montreal, which is postponed. So not a whole lot coming up this week, but uh, you, you do get two Habs games, which is a lot more than we've gotten in the last little while. Before our next uh, episode on Saturday, we will uh, be talking about the game in Chicago, the game in Boston. Um, interesting news out of Boston that Tuka Rask signed a contract, was on a PTO. Uh, they canceled that, gave him a contract. He seems uh, his return to the Boston lineup seems imminent. Will it be on Wednesday night against the Canadians at the TD Bank Garden? I that would be unbelievable. That would be that would be a story. That would be drama all in itself. Uh, but the Bruins have been on a bit of a roll, and uh, it's going to be a tough game, um, anyways, for the Canadians. But uh, we know that when these two teams meet, that emotion can take over and doesn't necessarily um, mean anything where they, they line up in the standings. So uh, we'll have all the, the game re- we'll have the game recaps, game previews on allhabs.net, and a full coverage uh, on our weekend show Saturday on the Canadians Connection. And uh, speaking of Boston as well, even if uh, Rask isn't in net, they still have a couple of really good goaltenders uh-huh. that will give the Habs trouble. Uh, Allmark and Jeremy Swayman, both of those are guys that uh, if you don't have them on fantasy, you might want to look into it because they've been doing very well. And uh, speaking of goaltenders, uh, Chicago uh, Flurry, he recently uh, is the first goaltender to ever beat all 32 teams in the NHL. So that's an impressive thing. He, uh, I guess uh, the other day, he just beat uh, the Vegas Golden Knights and uh, kind of stole the show for Chicago there. Yeah, that's true. So uh, the Canadians, um, they they will be meeting the, the Vegas Golden Knights on this road trip. It's a seven-game two-week road trip um, that, uh, that and we should say, I, I've seen some tweets um, about uh, that that uh, Bettman has made it unfair for the Canadians putting them on this, this uh, long road trip. Not true. The Canadians chose this. They chose to postpone their home games, um, but it, it, it's still going to be a, a little bit of a tough schedule as they, they go Arizona, Dallas, Vegas, Colorado, and uh, Minnesota. Yeah, Arizona will be quite the test, I think. That'll be a nice uh, measuring stick for them. <laughs> <laughs> the battle for 32nd spot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, well, not that I'm ever team tank per se. I always think that a team, uh, if you have a chance to win, you go and you try to win. But uh, uh, yeah, I guess team tank for that game. <laughs> for sure. So I believe that is all for our Wednesday edition of uh, Canadians Connection on Rocket Sports Radio. Don't forget to follow at All Habs on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram, and Habs Connection on all those platforms as well. Keep in mind, you can still text us anytime on our Rocket uh, text line, 5853-ROCKET. Please listen and subscribe to all of our podcasts. Thank you very much. It was good to speak with you, Rick. 
Really great having you here. Uh, thanks for sitting in for the whole show. It just breezed by, and uh, we'll do it again sometime soon. Chris G is in the host chair on Saturday, and uh, be sure to join us uh, for that show. Thank you very much, Rick. You are listening to Canadians Connection Podcast on Rocket Sports Radio. Click subscribe so you never miss an episode of Canadians Connection. Visit allhabs.net for breaking news about the Montreal Canadiens.